I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, happy 2023 and welcome back to the news du jour. I appreciate everyone's patience with me while I was taking a hiatus to be with my family. I just realized last minute that it wasn't going to make sense for me to try and do the news du jour every day while we were traveling and I'm really glad I did not attempt that because it would not have been my best work and while there were some things going on, it's definitely you know, actually good to have watched them play out a little bit so that I can fully catch you guys up on what happened. That said, I actually have one more thing to tell you guys. If you are interested in how I plan for my new year each year, I make a vision board and I show you guys on Instagram and TikTok exactly how I plan out that vision board. You guys may have seen it if you're a long-term follower. You may have seen snippets of it on my phone and computer background from time to time. I keep it there for the year so that I can stay focused on my goals. So if you're interested in how I goal set and do all of those things, you can check it out on social media. And now without further ado, we do have three mini stories for you guys and then a ton of larger stories. So let's get into it. Our first mini story is that Kim Kardashian gave an interview that's supposedly kind of controversial shocker. I want to listen to it in full before I talk to you guys about it fully, but it's on the IRL podcast and I just want to let you guys know that it went down so that you can dive into that if you're interested. For our second mini story, I want to issue a reminder that we are actually coming up now that we're in the new year, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February. And this is definitely a sad time as we are really again, coming up on this one year anniversary. So it's definitely time to focus in on where things are standing. And we will definitely recap that for you guys sometime this week. And for our last mini story, I wanted to let you guys know that George Santos, the Republican elected official who lied about pretty much everything during his campaign from where he went to school to his nationality to his, you know, religious choice. You know, he admitted to lying since then, but has now said he still plans to take office anyway. So local officials are already looking into the case to see if there was a crime committed. And they say they plan to prosecute if there was a crime committed. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted if there's any movement there. For our first longer story today, we are, are of course, covering the ginormous winter storm. 
So this winter storm is now being called the quote-unquote blizzard of the century. And nationally, at least 60 people died in this Christmas snowstorm. And there may be even more people. But New York was definitely hit the hardest in terms of deaths. So you guys have likely already seen the images coming out of places like Buffalo, New York. You know, homes off of Lake Erie just completely encased in coffee-colored ice. And there have now been a total of at least 35 deaths associated with the storm in Buffalo alone. What's been striking about the deaths as well is that there are a ton of young people who passed away in this storm. You know, usually we do think of the elderly as getting trapped because they're physically unable to move or they, you know, require something like an oxygen tank or something like that, um, which is extremely tragic. But this storm just did not discriminate in terms of age. You know, there was a 22-year-old woman who froze to death while trapped in her car in the snow. And the nation was heartbroken when the family revealed the last text messages that they were sending to her. You know, they were over in California and so they could do nothing to help her and just felt completely helpless with the situation. And unfortunately, she was found frozen to death in her car. Another story is a 56-year-old father of one and grandfather of two who died while walking to the grocery store, which is really nearby. He was one of seven siblings and said to just have a huge heart and be able to quote scripture just from memory. There was also a man in Buffalo who police caught on video camera saving people from the snow. And he just was like going back out into the snow over and over again to save people like a real life superhero. He was armed with a giant snow shovel and was just literally digging people out of their cars. He was genuinely saving lives and police say that they do not know who he is yet, but they are definitely looking for him to thank him. But sadly, there was also sort of the darker side of humanity shown in a situation like this. Looting was going down in these communities that were hardest hit by the snowstorm. Even looting things like gas from gas stations, which prohibited like emergency vehicles from fueling up, prolonging the disaster, and potentially even costing lives. The mayor of Buffalo called these people who were looting the, quote, lowest of the low, end quote. But across the country, millions of people lost power, countless cars were abandoned along roadways, and thousands and thousands of flights were disrupted. Southwest Airlines in particular, you may have heard, may have been affected by it, had a bit of a meltdown, to put it lightly. From staff getting stranded to technical issues, they had to cancel, cancel, not just like move around or disrupt, but cancel 2,300 flights. And Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, even had to step in to make sure that Southwest publicly knew that they would be held accountable to their customers to follow the law and refund anybody where it was warranted. He described the Southwest situation as a quote-unquote system failure. 
next step for today. Guys, this is going to be an extra long episode. I can tell you right now because we're not even halfway done. Anyway, uh, next step for today, we have China and COVID. So the U.S. will now be requiring a negative COVID test for anyone coming to the U.S. from China. This is going back to a rule that was seen as largely xenophobic back when Donald Trump basically did the same thing. Hospitals there are overflowing. This we know from images and videos coming out of China because, you know, they're not forthcoming with this type of information. And COVID cases are exceeding 1 million daily in certain provinces. And even though the country as a whole is reporting much lower numbers, surprise, surprise, like 4,000 per day for all of China. They had additionally only acknowledged seven deaths nationwide for the past two weeks from COVID, which is completely impossible. The situation there is dire. And again, this all comes from the not so gentle lifting, you know, the very blunt, very sudden lifting of their zero COVID policy restrictions. They just kind of ripped the Band-Aid and got rid of all the restrictions. And this is causing COVID to just run rampant in a country with a much lower percentage of the population vaccinated. They are additionally running into medical shortages as well as shortages on masks and hospital beds and more. If you're in China, definitely try to lay low and sanitize as much as possible while things calm down. We are thinking of you and praying that this wave dies down soon. Next up, we have two different crime stories for you guys, um, one of which is amusing. It's the second one, not the first one. So here we go. First up, the Idaho murder suspect is arrested. Okay, guys. So in case you have been hiding under a rock, there has been an arrest made in the case of the Idaho four killings. This is a quadruple murder that just happened this November, you know, weeks ago, near the University of Idaho campus. Four students, three of whom were roommates and the fourth was a boyfriend staying the night, were killed in a rental house off of campus. They were stabbed to death and there hadn't really been any prominent suspects, but the usual ex-boyfriends and men that they had met that night were looked into. You know, all four of them had gone out that night. It was a Saturday night. In the end, though, the man that they arrested and linked to the crime scene via DNA evidence was found way off in the Poconos and didn't really seem to have much of a connection that we can tell to these four students. He was arrested again in the Poconos this past Friday, and police had reportedly trailed him there. His name is Brian Christopher Koberger, and he is 28 years old and a master's student at a nearby campus studying criminology, of all things. And he was actually actually conducting very creepy research in light of this whole situation, 
We don't know much about, again, how they linked him other than that it was through DNA. But as more information comes out, I'll definitely keep you guys posted. There are just like countless podcasts about this too. If you are interested in learning more, um, they go far more in depth than I would ever be able to on this podcast. So definitely check those out. One that I listen to is called Going West. So and I think... um, morbid maybe discussed some of it as well for our next crime related story Andrew Tate was arrested I think the moral of this story is that Andrew Tate finally messed with the wrong woman or girl I should say Greta Thornburg took one for the team and got Andrew Tate arrested on human trafficking related charges Tate had only just been allowed back on Twitter after being banned previously. And he took the opportunity to make an unprovoked jab at Greta Thunberg. Tweeting at her, quote, Hello at Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has W16 8.0L quad turbo. My two Ferrari 812 Compazone, Compazone have 6.5 V12S, and that is just the start. Please provide your email address so that I can send you a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. End quote. And he also provided a very doctored image of him pumping gas into one of his many vehicles. Well, Greta responded, quote, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com, end quote. He was way out of his league, though. He responded to her back again with, quote, thank you for confirming your email address and that you have a small penis at Greta Thunberg. The world was curious, and I do agree you should get a life, end quote. But... Just like last time he attached a a picture, this time he attached a video of himself in a robe smoking a cigar, but he asked to be handed a pizza specifically in a non-recycled box, obviously to make yet another dig at Greta. And again, this was all unprovoked by her. He just decided to be mean to her or to provoke her. But he unknowingly gave away his own location as these pizza boxes had an identifiable Roman Romanian design on them. And what's more, they gave the name of the pizza place in the video. Police had been looking for Andrew. He'd been on the run and his brother actually as well for human trafficking and rape charges. He also may face some charges for deliberately evading authorities. And thanks to this silly, frustrating, and completely unnecessary video that he felt compelled to make, he was finally caught and taken into police custody. And Greta, thanks to this arrest, got the last word in with, quote, this is what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes, end quote. Andrew Tate has made no secret of his feelings towards women, and these charges against him really just confirm that he is the violent misogynist he's been running around telling everyone that he is. 
Okay, so we are over 15 minutes already. I apologize, you guys. I'm just catching you guys up from the past week, so there's a lot to go over, but I did want to touch on some prominent passings before we sign off for the day, notably Barbara Walters. So we have lost an absolute journalism legend when it comes to Barbara Walters, someone I've looked up to and researched and hope to emulate for my entire career. She is or was the first female host of the Today Show and the first female anchor of a network evening news show. In 1976, when she switched from NBC to ABC, she actually became the highest paid news anchor in America, male or female, and this earned her the nickname Million Dollar Baby. She created the show The View, which is, you know, 26 years in the running now and still incredibly culturally relevant. She spent more than 50 years in front of the camera becoming a celebrity herself while spending her career interviewing celebrities. Her success paved the way for countless female talk show hosts and news personalities from Diane Sawyer to Oprah Winfrey to Katie Couric and so on. She is someone who seemed to make herself at home among the rich and famous, really befriending people at that level and charming them into interviews where she asked them deeply personal questions in front of millions of viewers. To name just a few of her more prominent sit-downs, she interviewed Monica Lewinsky, Michael Jackson, Patrick Swayze, you know, kings, every American president from Nixon onward, and Princess Grace Kelly of Monaco, just to name a few. She died at home in New York at age 93. We really lost both a titan and an inspiration. Her career will go down in history and her legacy will live on long after her death. May she rest in peace. Two more passings that are notable that I want to touch on. Vivian Westwood, an avant-garde haute couture fashion designer. She's widely known for having designed Carrie Bradshaw's epic wedding dress in the original Sex and the City movie. But more than that, she pushed boundaries and embodied punk in her own personality. And lastly, Pope Benedict XVI, the Pope who broke with tradition and stepped down once he felt he was too old for the role. He was the first Pope in six centuries to retire. He was also widely criticized for his failure to hold predator priests accountable. His funeral will take place in the iconic St. Peter's Square in the Vatican City. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, a year from now, you'll wish you started today. Here's to a beautiful 2023. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. 
You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh, 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 oh.